You are listening to The Pregnancy Podcast with Vanessa Merton. Hello, thank you for tuning into The Pregnancy Podcast. You can read the full article and resources for this episode at PregnancyPodcast.com forward slash dates. I want to thank Mommy Steps for their support of this episode. Mommy Steps makes insoles specifically for pregnancy. And that might sound strange, but the reason is that there are a ton of things that can happen to your feet when you're pregnant. And all of the changes that your body's going through during pregnancy can make your arch collapse, which can make your feet go up a shoe size and create painful issues that can last way beyond your pregnancy. The reason that you would want to wear insoles is that they will help support your arch to help prevent some of these issues from happening. You can save 20% on insoles with the promo code FEET. To check them out, go to PregnancyPodcast.com forward slash FEET. I also want to thank Zoller for their support of this episode. Zoller makes my favorite prenatal vitamin, and it's my favorite because of the really high quality ingredients that they use. I like to dig into the sources of their ingredients, and they do not skimp on anything that they include in the vitamin. They use things like the active form of folate. They use DHA in their prenatal vitamin from algae, which is a better, higher quality than getting DHA from fish oil. And a lot of other prenatal vitamins do not include DHA, which is really important for you and your baby during pregnancy. To check out the vitamin from Zoller and get a promo code to save 25% on Amazon, go to PregnancyPodcast.com forward slash vitamin. This episode, we're talking about whether eating dates towards the end of your pregnancy can actually shorten or make your labor easier. So what are dates? If you're not familiar with them, they are the fruit of the date palm tree. They're a small oval fruit. They're about one to three inches or three to seven centimeters long. And they have a pit in the middle of them, kind of similar to like an olive pit. Dates are high in sugar, but they also have some nutritional content. They contain things like fiber, calcium, potassium, magnesium, iron, B6, and even folate. Dates are very sweet. You can eat them just plain. Sometimes they're stuffed with something like goat cheese or can even be wrapped in bacon. When researching for this episode, I found all kinds of claims about the amazing benefits of eating dates. I mean, I found claims from them acting as an aphrodisiac to preventing cancer. Now, I don't have the time and resources, nor do you, to listen to me dig into all of those claims. What I want to focus on in this episode is the claims relating just to pregnancy and birth. So what we're looking at is dates are rumored to naturally induce labor and to make for a shorter and easier labor. And that sounds pretty great, right? I mean, who doesn't want that? This episode's going to break down these claims, and we're really going to look at the science and studies behind them. And this should give you all the facts to decide whether you want to eat dates towards the end of your pregnancy. The first research study that was done on dates was a very small study in 2011, and this tested the effects of eating dates on labor. 
So they had women who consumed dates that ate six per day or 60 to 67 grams for four weeks leading up to their due date. The women who ate dates compared to those who didn't had significantly higher mean cervical dilation when they were admitted to the hospital. Basically, that meant that their cervixes dilated more quickly. The expecting moms who ate dates were admitted with a mean dilation of 3.5 centimeters compared to 2 centimeters in the group of women who did not eat dates. Spontaneous labor occurred in 96% of those who consumed dates compared to 79% of the women who didn't. The use of synthetic oxytocin, which is commonly known as Pitocin, was also significantly lower in women who consumed dates, only 28% of that group, compared to 47% who received Pitocin in the group who didn't eat dates. And lastly, the first stage of labor was shorter in the women who consumed date fruits. On average, it was eight and a half hours compared to 13 and a half hours in the group who did not eat the fruit. And I'm sure you can imagine that five hours is a huge swing in labor. The end result of this study is that the consumption of date fruit in the last four weeks before labor significantly reduced the need for induction and augmentation of labor. Augmentation is using Pitocin to increase contractions. Keep in mind, this was a very small group of women. This study only contained a total of 69, but you have to admit that hearing all of this, these results are pretty persuasive for the argument on eating dates. A randomized clinical trial that took place a couple years later in 2013 had 182 participants, and they found that dates contributed to shorter labors. Half of this group consumed 70 to 76 grams of dates daily from week 37 on. They found that the mean length of the active phase of labor, the active phase is from when your labor starts until you are dilated at 10 centimeters. So the mean length of that was much shorter in the group who ate dates. It was five hours, 29 minutes, compared to a mean of nine hours, eight minutes in the group who did not eat dates. They also found a shorter second stage, which is the pushing stage of labor, The group who ate dates had a mean of 33 minutes versus a mean of 42 minutes in the group who did not eat dates. And even the third stage where you birth your placenta was shorter with a mean of five versus seven minutes. Another clinical trial done the same year included 210 women and the group that ate dates started in week 37. They were eating a similar amount that we're seeing in all of the other research between 70 and 75 grams. And this study set out to specifically look at cervical ripening. And cervical ripening is when your cervix thins and dilates. And this is significant because increased cervical ripening increases the likelihood of a vaginal delivery. The researchers found that the group of women who ate dates had higher rates of cervical ripening, and they recommended that pregnant women eat dates for that purpose in the last weeks of their pregnancy. And that wasn't all. They also found that rates of cesarean were lower in the group who ate dates, 8.9% compared to 15.2% in the group who did not eat them. Forceps use was lower, 1.9% compared to 3.8. And use of oxytocin was lower. In the group of women who ate dates, only 20% used synthetic oxytocin 
compared to 44.8% in the control group. And for the participants who did end up getting induced, they had much higher rates of vaginal delivery. 47% that had an induction had a vaginal delivery, compared to only 28% in the group who did not eat dates. And the last study I want to mention was more recent. This was published in 2017. This had 154 women, and they found that the group who ate dates had a reduced need to have their labor augmented with synthetic oxytocin, commonly referred to as Pitocin. Otherwise, they found that outcomes were pretty similar between these two groups. And in this study, the intervention group ate seven dates per day, which was about 80 grams, and they started this at week 37 until they went into labor. I know I just ran through a lot of statistics and a lot of numbers. This research is very promising on the benefits of eating dates towards the end of your pregnancy, especially relating to the duration of labor and the reduced use of synthetic oxytocin during labor. One thing that I like to look at, it's one thing to just say, well, all of this research shows that dates must be great. I like to look at the mechanisms. Why are dates having this effect? Dates contain saturated and unsaturated fatty acids, and these play an important role in making prostaglandins. Prostaglandins are needed to ripen your cervix and for contraction of your uterus. Fatty acids also provide energy, along with carbohydrates from glucose, fructose, and sucrose. Those are all those sugars that are in dates, and you definitely need a lot of energy during the marathon of labor. Really, the main theory behind the mechanism of dates having these positive effects on labor is that dates have an oxytocin-like effect. Your oxytocin receptor concentration increases 200 to 300 times during your pregnancy, and especially towards the end of your pregnancy. With an increase in your oxytocin receptors, that means that your muscles are going to respond better to oxytocin. And dates affect oxytocin receptors by making your uterine muscles respond better to oxytocin. And of course, your body naturally produces oxytocin during your labor. If your body responds to that better, then that's going to result in more effective uterine contractions, which could explain the shorter labors and also explains the lower use of synthetic oxytocin in the groups who ate dates. Any evaluation of an intervention would not be complete without looking at the risks. And we want to find out what the downsides are. The first drawback is that dates are very high in sugar. They contain around 60 to 65% sugar. So if you're eating 75 grams of dates per day, you're looking at consuming an additional 45 to 50 grams of sugar per day. This could especially be an issue if you have gestational diabetes or you need to be mindful of your glucose levels. And even if you do not have gestational diabetes, that's a lot of sugar to be adding to your diet every day for several weeks. Please, if you have any questions or concerns about your blood sugar and eating dates, please bring it up with your doctor or midwife, especially if there's any concern about you having gestational diabetes. Another downside is that dates can be expensive, depending on their availability in your area and whether or not they're in season. And I do have some tips for shopping for dates that I'll talk about in just a few minutes. 
And lastly, the only other downside that I could come up with is just the inconvenience of eating these. If you like dates, then this shouldn't be too bad. Eating them every day for several weeks might make you sick of them after a while. You could always try throwing them in a smoothie or just Google some recipes online to mix it up and try and do some different things. All of those risks of the higher sugar or the downsides of them being expensive or just getting sick of eating dates every day are really pretty minimal compared to the potential upside that we're seeing in this research. And overall, in all of the research, none of the studies found any downsides or risk to consuming dates. So assuming that you have dates available to you, that the additional cost to your grocery bill is not an issue, then there's really not much of a downside to this. If you do decide to incorporate dates into your diet, then I do have a few tips for you. The first is that there's not a clear cut on you should eat this many for this amount of time. Based on the research that we reviewed, the expecting moms in the intervention groups were eating about six to seven dates per day or 60 to 80 grams. Now, dates vary in their size, even within the same variety. So you may want to stick to eating them by weight rather than just by the number of fruits. The good news is that you do not need to run out and buy a food scale to figure this out. You can roughly calculate their approximate weight by the weight of the package and then the approximate number of dates included in it. Like I said, all of the research that we talked about, everyone was eating between 60 and 80 grams. Maybe you just want to split that difference and go in the middle and stick somewhere around 70 grams. And when you're thinking about the time frame to do this, One of the studies that we went through started with eating dates from 36 weeks, and all the others started at 37 weeks. This time frame is really up to you, and starting anywhere in there would be completely okay. If you're listening to this episode and you're 38 weeks, don't panic. You can still start now. And it's great that we have some research, but the exact quantities and the exact time frame, like I said, has not been determined. And there's no studies comparing two groups who ate different amounts of dates or who ate them for different timeframes. We really just have some ballpark guidelines here. So you're looking at 36 to 37 weeks until you have your baby. Another thing I looked at was different kinds of dates. There are lots of different varieties, and I wanted to know if there was a big difference between them. The two most common types of dates that you're going to see in stores are medjool dates and deglet nor dates. These are very similar in their nutrient content. Deglet nor are slightly higher in protein and fiber. On the other hand, medjool dates have slightly more calcium, magnesium, potassium, and zinc, but they also have less folate. Your choice on the type of dates that you're going to consume, if this is something that you choose to do, is likely going to be a function of what's available and what the price difference is, because there can be a big swing in these on price. Medjool dates are often more expensive than the Deglet Nor dates. The biggest difference between this two really is their size. Medjool dates are two to three times larger. And that's the big reason why you may want to pay more attention to how much you're consuming by weight rather than by the number of dates. Dates are found fresh in the produce section of grocery stores. 
And although they're fresh, they almost look like they're dried. They kind of look like a raisin, but a little bit less wrinkles, and they're a lot bigger. Over time, especially if they're stored in the fridge, you may see sugar crystals that form on the skin or just beneath the skin of the date. These are like little tiny white spots. If that bothers you, those crystals will disappear with heat, but there is no harm in eating them. Dates are relatively easy to find in Southern California. I can get them at Costco, Trader Joe's, any health food store. If you're in an area where they may be tough to find, luckily you can buy them on Amazon. I actually went through Amazon and shopped for them to see what was available and compare some different brands. And I'll link to a couple in the article on the website for this episode. If you want to check out some recommendations, if you're thinking of buying them on Amazon. And the very last thing again, please check with your doctor or midwife if you have gestational diabetes, or if there are any concerns over your blood sugar levels or your sugar consumption during your pregnancy. To recap today's episode, we talked about some of the claims that eating dates can help shorten or make your labor easier. And we dug into all of the available research on this topic and really looked into the mechanisms of how this could potentially work and went through a lot of data from different studies, examining the results from the research. And then we talked about different kinds of dates and some guidelines if this is something that you want to try in the last few weeks of your pregnancy. I want to thank you for tuning into the pregnancy podcast today. I hope that you find this episode helpful. As always, you know you can contact me, Vanessa, at PregnancyPodcast.com, and you can read the full article and the resources that accompany this episode at PregnancyPodcast.com forward slash dates. Thank you again to Mommy Steps for their support of this episode. To check out their insoles, you want to go to PregnancyPodcast.com forward slash feet. And be sure to use the promo code FEET when you check out to save 20%. And a thank you to Zoller, who makes my favorite prenatal vitamin. And you can save 25% off a one-month supply. For that promo code and to see more details on the vitamin, you want to go to PregnancyPodcast.com forward slash vitamin. (laughs) 